Keshu, The Rites of Maturity, Part 2, by P. Kirill, friend and confidant to Keshu the Blackfin, the tale of Keshu the Blackfin's second coming-of-age trial. The first of our three difficult tests completed, it was now time to begin our second rite of maturity. This was the trial of the perfect bowl. It was as much a test of our crafting skill as it was a test of humility and confidence. The goal, we would discover later, was not necessarily to make the most ornate and complicated bowl we could devise, but to demonstrate that simple and utilitarian could also reveal perfection. The test consisted of three parts. First, we had to acquire the components necessary to craft our bowls. Then we had to locate the hidden crafting stations that had been set up in dangerous parts of the marsh for this specific purpose. Finally, we had to craft our bowls and present them to Naraj Nasa for judgment, before the crafting stations succumbed to the dangerous locations they were placed in. Each of us was provided with the specific material our bowls had to be constructed from. For example, Tiwan had to secure the shell of a rare three-clawed mud crab, while I had to acquire the husk of a krona nut, and Zosin needed to find the perfect branch from a dragon's tongue tree. While each of these presented a particular challenge, we were afraid for Keshu when we heard what her primary component had to be. She needed to steal an egg from a Hajmota nest. Not only were Hajmotas extremely protective of their nests, the brittle shells of the Hajmota egg were notoriously difficult to work with. More often than not, the shells crack when not worked with the utmost care and expertise. Keshu, now called the Blackfin, as the tale of her success in the first rite spread throughout the village, headed out to locate a Hajmotan nest. Since she had met one of the massive creatures during the previous trial, she decided to return to that area to start her quest. She spent an entire day watching the marsh, observing the comings and goings of the Hajmota. It soon became evident that the creature was a doe, and that it had a nest somewhere nearby. Of course, there are few creatures as dangerous as a mother Hajmota protecting its eggs, and Keshu would have to tread carefully to successfully complete this part of the trial, let alone survive to finish the entire rite. Now, Keshu wanted to steal an egg from the nest, but she didn't want to harm any of the remaining eggs or injure the Hajmota in the process. She believed in making as little mark as possible on the world as she passed through it. So once again, she set out to distract the Hajmota and lead it away from its nest. In this way, she hoped she could acquire an egg without having to face the creature's wrath. This time, she gathered a bundle of orange grass and marsh roots, a combination that few Hajmotas can resist, and used the intoxicating aroma, at least to the Hajmota, to draw the creature away from its nest. Then she tied the bundle to a water lizard and sent it scurrying into the deeper marsh. The Hajmota followed after it, leaving Keshu's path to the nest clear. There were three eggs in the nest. Keshu didn't select the largest egg, or the egg with the thickest shell. She took the smallest egg, because its mottled shell looked smooth and perfect to her crafter's eyes. She saw the bowl within it, waiting to emerge. What she hadn't seen, not until the last possible moment, was the male Hajmota stalking out of the marsh and heading for the nest. She barely had enough time to slip away before the male reached the nest and noticed that an egg was missing. She listened to its roar, a mix of anger and loss, as she made her way to the crafting station. Keshu's crafting station was set atop a log platform above a massive patch of deadly quicksand. She had to craft her bowl before the entire station sank into the marsh. She worked quickly yet carefully, expertly removing the very top of the egg to use as the basis for her bowl. She cleaned it, polished it, and added the reagents that would strengthen the shell and make it suitable for use as a vessel or container. She wrapped up her work and bounded off the platform just as the mud sloshed over the top and began to pull it completely into the marsh. As the Rajnasa examined each of our offerings in turn, 
we were able to look upon some truly impressive feats of crafting, but it was evident that Cashew had overtaken the field this season. Her bowl, crafted from the simplest Hajmota shell, was elegant in its modesty and beautiful in its purity. It needed nothing but to be true to its natural form, and Cashew masterfully let that natural form shine forth, even as she turned it from a brittle shell into a strong, unbreakable bowl.